Welcome to Career Tools. Today's show, Meeting Breaks, part two of two. Here we go. Now, we've been implying during this discussion, I think just in the way we've been talking about the schedule, that standard breaks are around 10 minutes. Is that is is that, in fact, the case? Yeah, yeah. Look, look the best break length I've found is 10 minutes. I know people who say, no, it's 15 minutes, and I, I don't agree. And, and so, folks, well, I'll just tell you, 10 minutes. I don't know. How many meetings have I run over the last 25 years? Maybe, you know, how many breaks have I given that? You know, you got to figure every time I'm on the road, if I'm running an all day meeting, then there's, there's four or five breaks. And so that's 250 or so breaks a year, maybe. Right. So I don't know. What is that? A few thousand. Right. And look, when you're in doubt, folks, choose 10 minutes and remove the decision of how long should that break be? Just make it 10 minutes. That's a standard. It's so easy. It's 10 minutes. Uh, I've done it this way. We've done it this way for years. Now, look, some of you are going to say, okay, why? You know it works, but why? And we're going to tell you. And this is, we don't mean to be funny. Just listen to this. If it's shorter than 10 minutes, they won't be back on time. And if it's longer than 10 minutes, they won't be back on time. <laughs> okay? <laughs> yeah. You know, normally we'd say, don't, don't ask us why, but, but we do know why. At less than 10 minutes, people feel rushed. They tell us that. Okay? And either they don't have time to do what they need to do, their lines at the bathroom, or they want to make a couple phone calls, or they don't want to come back because they feel like, okay, I've got a break. I want to recharge. I want to go back in there fresh. At 15 minutes, they almost have too much time, or they think they can solve a problem somewhere else, or check email, or voicemail, or relax a little more, and suddenly now they're taking 20 minutes. If you're running all-day meeting, we recommend 10-minute breaks throughout. If you want one of them to be longer, and I've done this off and on through the years, make it the first or second afternoon break around 2 or 3 p.m. and give them 15 minutes, but no more than 15 minutes. Now, we'll talk about this later and how to handle a break, but a lot of times people say to me, oh, Mark, I had a 10-minute break scheduled at 10 o'clock. I ran over by three minutes, so it's 10.03 now. And yes, we do, if you're an effective agenda manager, if this is your career, right, you know that it's 10.03 and you know you're supposed to be on break, you don't give them seven minutes. If, you, if you're going to give them a 10-minute break, if you schedule a 10-minute break and it's 10.03, you don't give them the seven minutes until 10.10 10 to keep to essentially say, oh, I stole three minutes of your break. We have to be back on time at 10.10, 10, so be back at 10.10. 10. No. You give them a minimum of 10 minutes, and you make sure you start on one of the big numbers on the clock. So in that case, at 10.03, you're going to end up giving them a 12-minute break. And yes, that means the three minutes you stole plus the two minutes you have to give them to give them at least 10 minutes because they won't be back after a seven-minute break um, means you've essentially now, you're now starting at 10.15. You've lost five minutes by stealing three of theirs, which will teach you. Don't steal their break time. <laughs> Good. Yeah. People don't like that. Ten, 10 minutes, they feel initially, if they've never done it before, they feel 10 minutes is squeezing them, but they get used to it very quickly. But if you start stealing from 10 minutes, people feel they don't, they just They just can't make it back. Yeah. And if, gosh, I've seen people do half hour breaks and it's just awful. People, if you do a half hour break, people will have left the meeting completely and you'll spend a half an hour getting people back on track. Yeah, yeah. 15 minutes as long as it can possibly go. Yeah. I've seen in meetings in the past, instead of breaks they've given, they've done these little energizer exercises, right? I'm, I'm not talking about the energizer bunny, but you know what I mean, these meeting energizers. 
yeah, something fun, something, a game, a quiz, something just, you know, and generally we recommend people getting up out of their seats because yeah, we often tell people in a two hour meeting during a 10 minute break in the middle of the, at the end of the first hour, get up out of your seats, whatever you do, don't sit there because, because of course that defeats the purpose of the break, right? Everybody sits there and goes, no, no, I only have 10 minutes, two hour meeting. I don't want to get up. No, you make them get up. And one of the ways you can make them get up is you can do an energizer that we don't have time to cover what an energizer is, whether it's a quiz or a a game or a physical exercise or whatever. Some people think they're cheesy. I think they work fabulously and I'm not a big fan of them, but I know they work because I've done them. Uh, they can really fire up a room if you know what you're doing. We'll give some guidance about them in a future cast. For now though, a simple caveat to this cast is it's fine to substitute an energizer. Again, it's, it's a group activity in lieu of a break in the afternoon to change the energy or mood of a group. You know, I've used trivia questions. I've used uh, funny pictures that people try to figure out or silly games or whatever. The key here, though, is I'm just going to say, for those of you who are wondering about energizers, yes, you can do those in the afternoon. A word of the wise, though, if you're going to do an energizer, you've got to own that energizer cold. Know the exact words to start it because different words mean different things. I've been doing how we start a meeting the same way every time, and I do it a little bit differently every time. And Mike and I talk every day about, wow, that was a good start or that wasn't, why did that one work and the other ones didn't last week or whatever. So know the exact words to start it, know exactly how long it will take. Don't let an energizer, which is essentially a structured focus break, mess up your agenda or your group's energy because you don't know what you're doing. You've got to practice it in advance, yeah. but you can do them and they, they can't, they essentially do serve as a break. Good. Okay. So let's go into a little bit more detail and people won't, will not be surprised if they've been listening to this cast for a while because it's not simply enough to say give people a 10 minute break right we, we've yeah. got to talk about well how how do you deliver a break effectively yeah yeah so three things you start the break you make sure you state the end time and then of course obviously you start at the end time no matter what even though it sounds weird start at the end time no matter what that's what you do so first rule you start it our point here is you don't need audience permission for a break. Okay, sure. If they beg for one, give it. In fact, Mike and I, when we're presenting, if you'll do this right now as you're listening, not if you're driving though, okay? You take your two hands, form them to fists, and put them chest high in front of you so you're looking at the back of your hands and put your index fingers and thumbs together so it looks like maybe you're holding on to a rod that's parallel to the ground in front of you, right? And, and hold your fist there. Now, rotate your right fist clockwise and your left fist counterclockwise as if you're breaking that rod or that piece of paper or that, that piece of wood that would be inside your hands that are, that are in the form of fists. Just break it. Make a breaking motion with it. And that's a great way to do it if you're an audience member or if you're a fellow presenter to say, you know, the group, you're losing the group. You're losing the group. And Mike, every once in a while, does that to me. I'm like, ugh. You're right. I skipped. I, you know, I just want, I got my point. I got excited and I, I didn't do it right. But you don't need audience permission for a break. All your group is doing when they ask for one is recommending something to you. Folks, it's your meeting. You're running your meeting. You're in charge of the meeting. Meetings are not democracies. And look, we're all in favor of democracy. We're all in favor of inclusion. We're all in favor of consensus when consensus is a valuable tool. Everybody talks about consensus as being the new way to move forward. Folks, it's not. Consensus is an incredibly powerful tool, and meet, running a meeting is not the time to reach consensus. Now, look, if you want to start two minutes early on a break and give them 12 minutes, fine. 
If you want to go an extra five minutes past the top of the hour and you had a break schedule at the top of the hour, that's fine too. Now, look, breaks are for the audience. Yes, they are. But this is your meeting. And again, it isn't a democracy. Everybody knows that. And they'll respect someone who's done their planning. A posted agenda, as Mike mentioned earlier, with breaks on it, if you post your agenda, you put break on it, it says, I thought about how much time we need, and I want you to have what you need to get the work done. And, and teams and audiences love that. So you decide when you're going to do your break. Now, look, if you schedule one at 10 and it's 10.15, now you're saying, I'm ignoring you. Okay. Now, if at 5 till 10, you say, look, I want to take an extra 10 minutes here. I'm going to go to 10.05, but at 10.05, we'll take a break and I'll give you a full 10 minutes. You, you, you can do that. But, it, but if you always schedule something for 10 or, or a given time and you go 15 minutes over, at some point, that's going to start working against you. And people are going to start walking out when your break is scheduled because you promised and you didn't deliver. And, and by the way, scheduling breaks in your agenda makes you better as a presenter and as a meeting facilitator because you will make things happen in the time you have allotted. Good. Okay. And so then once you start the break – you got to state the end time, right? I mean, once you decide to give a break, scheduled or otherwise, all you need to say is, okay, break time, folks. Be back at 9.10, for example. Yeah, it's, it really is that simple, isn't it? I mean, you've see, you've heard me do it, what, 500,000 times, right? I mean, it's just that easy. Okay, quick break. Be back at blank time, right? We, we don't ask if everyone wants a break. Somebody, some folks are going to say no, thinking that saving time on breaks gets them out early, which it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. And they don't know that. So we're going to manage our meeting to be effective. We don't ask. We give the break we promised or we add the break the group needs. But notice something here. This is a directive, just like moving to the next agenda item if the agenda says we need to. And, of course, the break is the next agenda item, right? It's on the agenda, so it's an agenda item. Note, we, we state we're on break. Okay, break time. Be back at X. And we give a start time for the next agenda item, right? So if we're off by three or four or five minutes, we want everybody thinking, regardless of what the agenda says, maybe we're three minutes over, two minutes late or whatever, they know exactly when they have to be back. Folks, it's so critical. Listen to this. We don't ask how long people want. We decide in advance, as we mentioned, 10 minutes, or if you want to give 15 at a given time, fine. But we state the start time. Don't state a duration. Don't say we're going to take a 10-minute break. Do not state a duration. State a start time for when you come back from break. And why is that? I mean, it seems it seems the same, right? Uh, if, if it's 9 o'clock and I say be back at 9.10, how is that different than saying yeah, be back in 10 minutes? Because they're going to look, somebody's going to look at their watch and say, oh, my watch says 9.02. And so they're going to say, oh, 10 minutes. And so I have to be back at 9.12. And they look at the clock and they say, you said 10 minutes. My watch said 9.02. And now I'm looking at your clock and it says 9.12. So I'm back, but I'm two minutes late. Why is that? Right? You're going to state a specific time. A duration allows anyone to use their own clock or watch or, frankly, their own concept of what 10 minutes is. And say, and they're going to say to you, well, I took 10 minutes. And in fact, how many times have you called somebody on the phone and said, give me a second? And it's five minutes, right? The right. concept of small increments of time essentially has become somewhat casual about what it means. No, if you say we're going to start at 9.15, that's a specific start time. And it's not, and by the way, it's a small, it's, it's 9.15 by our reference clock, right? Hopefully you've got a clock in the room. If you do meetings a lot in a particular room, folks, you want to have a clock. And frankly, you ought to have two clocks. I think some people have heard me say that in my house, in my office, there is not a wall that doesn't have a clock on it. It may not be the neatest decorating tip in the world, but I always know what time it is. So you have a reference clock that you're going to, to use to start your breaks, start after your breaks by, even if it's a small clock that they have to come to the front to see. Yeah, sure, a, you know, a bigger clock is better. But look, folks, don't say, buy my watch. 
is people are going to feel like they're uh, on alert, wondering when is he going to look down at his watch and say we have to come back, right? Right. But saying buy that clock on the wall right there, right? Or holding up your little travel clock and saying buy this clock right here, be back at 9.15, for example. That works well. Exactly. Yeah. And, and don't say be back in 10 minutes, say be back at 9.15. Get a small clock, put it at the front of the group or the head of the table, right? And I got to tell you, thousands of people in meetings we've run, half days, full days, two days, four days, have been totally faithful to the smallest of clocks because it is the reference clock. And folks, please, when you, we talk clocks, it's always an analog clock. It is not a digital clock. Digital clocks tell you what time it is, but nobody really needs to know what time it is. What they want to know is how much time they have. And when you look at a digital clock, you have to do math usually. And rather than your brain doesn't think in terms of numbers and math, it thinks in terms of pictures. And a clock is a, it's incredible. The, 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 the clock that, that mankind uses today is an incredibly efficient and effective device. And an analog clock is the easiest way to do it. Yeah. So if it's 902, Say, be back at 9.12. No. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we already talked about this, right? If you decide to give a break in between the five-minute increments on the clock, say at 9.02, then we urge, them to give you to, we urge you to give them extra time on the break to have them come back at one of the five increments. So if it's a, for a scheduled 10-minute break that would, was scheduled at 9 o'clock, um, but now it's 9.02, we would say, be back at 9.15. Yeah, again, we lose three minutes, and of course, we stole two of theirs anyway, right? But w they will not be back if you only give them eight minutes. We've done this, right? Don't do it. And it's too hard to, invo to in invoke or enforce a 9-12 start time. We've tried it both ways, and it works better to give them a little extra time on the break. They're going to feel like you gave them a gift. In fact, they're going to be a little irritated that it was nine o'clock. Some of them are going to be ready to bolt to the to the men's room, ladies' room. But if you give them an agenda, they'll wait, they'll hold it, and they'll they'll be good about it, and they'll stay focused. Um, they wouldn't if you tried to go ninety minutes. They'll they'll go crazy. But they'll say, okay, you took three minutes, and you give me two back. Okay, good. Yeah, they'll appreciate it. Good. And our last bit of really important advice when it comes down to to breaks is once the once the break's over, you start. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're starting. It's nine. It's yeah. nine ten. Let's go. Yeah. You just say out loud. Okay. We're starting. You can go in the hall the minute before and say you got one minute, which frankly we like to do, and many many folks love. But whatever you do, don't wait for anyone outside to start your meeting. Even the CEO. Yeah. If the CEO isn't there, start without her. And look, folks, this is amazing. We call this the standoff. A meeting planner, a, some manager, you know wants to start a meeting or some presenter or, or somebody's waiting to start to pick up their presentation where they left off and, and uh, they're seeing people out in the hall and they're thinking, oh, I'm going to start when they come in, which gives them way too much power. This is not, we're not, we may be building consensus for a decision, although a consensus is not a decision, but that doesn't mean that the meeting is a consensus. The meeting is not a democracy. And so we're waiting for them to come in and they're thinking out they're they're in the hall saying, I think I'll, Go in when he starts, which, of course, then makes it less effective because now they're walking in when you're starting and there's a lot of commotion and so on. Yeah, I've never really thought about it before, but this is probably the end of the first break of the day of the meeting is probably the second most important time, you know, instance of time in the meeting. The first one being, hey, if we're going to start the meeting at eight o'clock. We're going to yeah. start the meeting precisely. Yeah. At eight o'clock, right? We set the we set the the tone of the meeting right then and there. But the other one is on your first break. 
if it's 10 minutes and let's say it's nine o'clock and folks are supposed to be back at nine ten, starting precisely at nine ten, whether people are in the room or not is probably the second most important time instance uh, yeah. of the meeting in terms of setting the, the pace of the meeting. Yeah, do it then and everybody gets the message. This is a crisp meeting. Breaks will be handled professionally. You'll get the breaks that I promise you and we will start after the break. If you don't start the first one, if you wait for people, people are going to go, well, breaks are going to last and they're going to start stealing more and more of your time and coming back later and later. And look, for those folks who say, wait, Bob's not here, right? I mean, Bob's important. He's part of the discussion. Say, sorry, Bob can join us when he's back. Look, we don't try to embarrass people who come in late, right? If Bob complains... Afterwards, say, you know, you started and I wasn't back yet. Say, hey, sorry you missed it, but I was being respectful to everybody else who was here on time. And if Bob says to us, well, that way is different. Usually we wait until everybody's back. Say, yeah, it is different. No worries. Glad we're on the same page now. This is a different meeting and here's how we're running it. And for those people who say, well, gee, that sounds harsh. It's like, well, okay. So is the old way, but we're only going to be harsh one time. The old way is harsh to everybody all the time in terms of how you run meetings. We don't recommend paying any attention to latecomers, right? If they come in late, they come in late. We trust them. We, it's part of our ground rules, right? We trust them. We know that they're doing other things. That's fine. Okay? So, look, you start when you say you're going to start, and you just simply start. Okay, we're back from break. We're starting, and we're on topic one. Where were we? da 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 Just like that. You don't wait for everybody to sit down. You don't, wait for, you don't say, okay, we're starting, and wait for everybody to come in. You say, we're starting. And you start, you start talking. You may, you may say, okay, we're starting. Bob, you were talking about X, go ahead. And he says, well, we're going to wait for everybody to get back. Nope, go ahead, Bob. Well, we're like those people in the back. Okay, I'll try to summarize what Bob said. Uh, you do that once or twice, as you said, particularly first thing in the morning, and people will be back and sitting in their chairs at the right time. I, we, we've done two, three-day, four-day sessions where the last break of the last day at 3.30 in the afternoon, people are back at 3.39 from a 10-minute break because they know we're going to start at 3.40 and they want to be respectful. Yep. Both to the presenter and to other participants of the Yeah, meeting. exactly. Yeah. And they're being respectful of their own time. They know, hey, this this person, this this group, this this meeting is run efficiently, effectively, crisply. And if I'm if it's doing its part, I'm gonna do my part. Look, overall, final point. Breaks are a professional way to manage the energy of your group to achieve your objectives. Follow these rules for breaks for your longer meetings. And just watch productivity and morale improve. Your energy improves and your time management, interestingly enough, improves because you've got an agenda which says, I respect my audience. Good. So quick wrap up. If you have a meeting that's two hours or longer, you need a break. The general rule is once per hour for breaks. You can go to 90 minutes in the morning, but afternoon breaks really seriously, folks, only 60 minutes. People just start losing steam in the afternoon. And, and another caveat, you can go two hours in the morning if your group is moving around during that two hours, okay? It's that sitting for two hours that kills people. Our standard recommended break length is 10 to 15 minutes. Less or more is ineffective. 99% of the time, we recommend 10%, or t- I'm sorry, 10 minutes. Afternoon breaks, you can use energizers if you want. We didn't have time to talk about those today. And, and delivering a break well means three things. You start it, right? You don't, you don't take a poll. You stay at the end time of when they're going to be back from the break. And then you start at the end of the, the, the time that you said you were going to start, no matter what, whether there's two people in the room or 20. That's it. Excellent. Well, time for a break. I'll give you a call. It's uh, uh, <laughs> 9.15 now. I'll give you a call back in, uh, at 9.25. We'll start our Great. meeting again. Thanks, All partner. Right. All right, my friend. So long. Bye. Thanks for joining us, everyone. 
We hope to see you back here again next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long. <laughs>